When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on sexual. Hey, do you want to wear that, Tom? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Mr. J. Ira Tulip. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Pod Leadum. We're in cycle five. Pew, 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 pew. Pew. Five air horns. (laughs) My name's J.W. Crump. And I'm not a living room fire. I'm a forest fire. I'm Alexander Price, and I have lots of acquaintances, but I have no friends. But I don't really care, actually. Well, I do. And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and I'm a horrible example of what a Jehovah's Witness is supposed to be. (laughs) True. That one was just true. And this is the premiere, like I said earlier, of Cycle 5. We're going to do this one in two parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it was premiered as a two-part thing. Part one. So... Both episodes are titled The Girl with the Twisted Catchphrase. Who is it? I mean, you'll barely notice. (laughs) (laughs) One of us definitely didn't do a count. It doesn't come up. It comes up in the first episode eight times. (laughs) That's how many times we hear it. And that's not only Ebony, but also just whoever. Mm -hmm. See, while you were counting that, I was counting Mr. J wardrobe changes. Uh, (laughs) Well, before we get to any of that, Guys, we have weird audition tapes that includes Tyra's fake audition. <laughs> Tyra's fake audition you wearing mean a easy t- breezy banks easy. <laughs> I'm from Englewood. I'm 22. I was born in 1983. 81. Um, 84. That was actually a cute joke. The weirdest thing to me is she also made the branding choice to wear her Tyra Bank Show t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and she danced and also fights, y'all. And dance fights. And dance fights. So weird. Also, I just love that the show immediately puts me in a comfort zone since they introduced the first contestant as Sarah. Sarah Marie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have 36 semi-finalists. And they're, these editors are having fun this time. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Before we go past this, because every time she's on camera, I'm going to acknowledge it. Because this cycle contains one of my favorite contestants of all time. Nick? Alexander. And no, that's everyone's favorite. Okay. How True. dare you? I'm going to be the biggest... The boldest, the stanniest Kyle apologist ever. <laughs> hey, it's me. I'm Kyle. I, Kyle I like is, this Kyle. Kyle is just happy to be here. And also, her audition video is erroneously oh. on her stairs. My God. Her <laughs> audition not, video is hilarious. Just sitting on carpet. <laughs> and later, just at Dairy Queen in the point of view of a so, customer. <laughs> also, at one point, it's so far away from her. She's like across the highway. <laughs> I love Kyle, this, this Dexter is, dumb. This is the best Kyle. Yes. Oh, yes. And TM's greatest Kyle. Yeah. For, for sure. those of you who Arthur don't side know. Competition. <laughs> oh, my God. At the, at the end this, we're going to decide America's Next Top Sarah, Sarah, America's Next Top Kyle, America's Next Top Ebony. Mm-hmm. It's all going to happen. We fully have to have a sub-episode where we rank the Sarahs. <laughs> we do. There's so many. And Britney's, including not Britney, Brie. I love Brie. Her face is ashy from tears. (laughs) 
She's got striped socks and heels on. Yes. She looks super cute. Brie walks into this competition and before even realizing it, auditioning for All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like she has all the personality. That's way to say that. And the coolest, funnest voice. Mm-hmm. That accent. She's just like, oh. Mm. I could see they said about Naima that they could listen to her speak. Mm-hmm. I could listen to Brie speak forever. They do that later with her also. But yeah, she has a great speaking voice. Cassandra, who will be quite a character despite not being on the show for very long, <gasps> mentions that as a pageant girl, she talked to her communications She's, expert. Yes, she mm-hmm. did. She has a team who prepped her for this. And I apparently. gotta say, we'll get more into it, but in this one episode, I don't mind Cassandra. I think Cassandra's a good, a kook. She's <laughs> a, fine this episode. She's, she's... The first part of this episode. She is what she is. Yeah, you she, can't say she isn't. Yeah. We also meet Suzanne. Susanna. Susanna. Which leads to actually Sarah's first great moment <laughs> on the show, because the ANTM like, van pulls up, uh-huh. and Susanna's like, come out here and help me with my bags. And Sarah in the van is just like, <laughs> no, what she does it in the most awkward way of like uh, bags? Hell, hell! I don't have friends. I don't care. How do people get bags into cars by themselves? People in Carthage uh, don't. Susanna is her whole deal right now. She gets a secondary storyline. She does. She gets the th- <laughs> so many storylines. She does not have friends. Does not know how to interact with people and. Says she doesn't care, but to Alexander's intro quote, does. Does. It's hard to say. Nick says a bizarre first sentence. Mm-hmm. She says, I am not an, I'm not going to win this competition. I am this competition. Are you? Also, what? What I does that mean? I think she needed a just in there. Like, yes. I'm not just, just going to win this competition. Mm-hmm. I, am. I am this competition. complete sense about Nick. And mm-hmm. life tip. You often need an extra just in most sentences. <laughs> it's a not lot of hurt. It's never going to hurt. Justice for just <laughs> saying it. Anyway, then we meet. <laughs> then we meet the protagonist for the first episode or Ebony? two. Ebony, because this is the journey of Ebony. <sighs> they have never pushed one person's narrative since Tiffany. So. Hard. They didn't need to push Tiffany's narrative that hard, though. Tiffany could back it up. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I still feel like Tiffany got more equal screen time. Ebony is our protagonist, mm-hmm. our narrator, mm-hmm. our transition queen. I will say. Our Ebony- instigator of hugs. Ebony, <laughs> Ebony can I-O-H. read. Like, she she can summarize very well. Oh, I see what you're like, saying. She was, who was the other? Uh, Our Nicole. bar solo She's for this, these women. She was like, this season. She was this season's Nicole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From uh, Cycle 3. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like, we need someone to tell us what's going on yeah. at all times. Mm-hmm. And Ebony was there. Was happy to do it. She, oh. Happy to do it. The producers asked Ebony to do something. And she's like, yes, please. More screen time. So we go to this weird, I hated this, how they had all the girls on this rooftop. The rooftop of the famous Beverly Hilton, where all the stars come. This cheap-ass model party, <laughs> where it looks like everyone got free cocktails after like they gave them discounted tickets to this. Like, they needed girls at this party. <laughs> because also, some of these girls we never see again. There's a ton of white girls that I couldn't tell you we ever see. Well, to be fair, that's always true when we're at the top 36, yes. because we'll meet 20 of them, maybe. Sure. And we do meet a lot of them. Going through this episode, I was like, wow, we are really just going to see a lot of these girls. A lot of these girls are going to get to pitch themselves. Yeah. yeah. I love calling it pitching themselves because that is truly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because this cycle, 
Okay, I'm going to say one thing up top because I want to see if it continues throughout mm-hmm. the entire cycle. Let's say that last cycle, cycle four, was the overcoming a trauma cycle mm-hmm. because a lot of the, a lot no no a lot of them had it no i agree i'm of, saying laughing just, at something that said in a very short while sure 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 but i feel like in cycle five the overall narrative for not all of them but a lot of the contestants is getting out of their town mm-hmm. yeah so many of them are like i'm gonna leave my town want to go somewhere bigger want to drive off want to leave my family behind mm, want to get out of harlem exactly mm-hmm. and it's so fascinating that it almost feels like because the theme of cycle five ended up being glamour that it's a real transformation cycle yeah yeah anyway that was just something i noticed because last cycle felt very like story heart yes this cycle feels very like rags to riches yes talking about rags do you want to wear that top mr j because who can take some sunshine sprinkle it on my giant tie (laughs) Uh, mr j enters this rooftop. I'm not going to call it a bar. It's not. It's tables. It's not enough to be a bar in a very wrinkled so? striped blazer and is immediately assaulted with a group hug that he did not okay. Yeah. Um, he didn't like this. Uh-uh. No. Not like he looked like Naima in a group hug. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, uh, that one leg. Rough. He like conceded to one person to, Eb- to Ebony because she always runs up first for the hug and then. It was a pylon, and he looked so distressed, which I understand, quite frankly. Mr. J is dressed like what I dress like when I go to gay events and don't know how to dress gay. With the most pastel (laughs) jacket? Yeah, 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 yeah. And a blue t-shirt? Because I'm just like, this is fun. (laughs) I wrote... I want them to know. I just don't want to know why it's so wrinkled. Maybe it was the hug that did it. Maybe the hug. (gasps) Also, conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, not a button, not yet a zipper, because that coat is held together with a hook and eye. (laughs) That's not what you use on a jacket. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle, first great quote. This is amazing. Almost peed myself. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> Who knows when she said that about what, but they put it there. You I wanna... just love a girl with too many teeth in her mouth. Ah, yes, he does. <laughs> Give me a toothpaste ad, girl. That's what Jamie Crump wants. Mm-hmm. Also, then we get the phrase, I want to talk about posing. Cut to all the girls beveling. <laughs> They are ready. They're ready to pose because they have this weird pose off. Miss J comes on. Mr. J's like, I need help with this. Well, it's a posing competition, but it's also a references quiz. <laughs> Which I don't I don't I don't mind. hate since don't last mind. cycle no, no one, one knew, knew anything. Anyone's yeah. name or what a blazer was. <laughs> and we'll also quickly meet a contestant who's a cult, total rebuke to cycle four. Mm-hmm. You mean Ashley? Yeah, of course. Who, who I did not remember made it onto the cycle. Neither did but I. I no memory a of Ashley. Big fan real quick. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, they're doing a posing challenge. And one girl who I'm going to call Avril Lavigne girl. April. <laughs> Is that April? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With no, all the no, makeup? No, no, no. I'm not talking about April. I'm talking about the, the brown-headed girl who had the tie. Oh. oh. Yeah, who never gets a name. Who never gets a name. Mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. But they do a posing, and for a while, it's it's always blank, but as a supermodel. So it's supermodel edgy, supermodel sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually, it's just names of supermodels, which again, Like Giselle cool. Bunchen. Mm-hmm. And Lisa shows that she also knows the references. Yeah. Yes, she does. Which is great. Also, Jayla tells us, when I relax my face, everyone thinks I'm pissed or sad. Probably which... not sad. Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever said sad, honey. <laughs> they've always said bitch. No. They've said, they've said mean and tongue ring. Because <laughs> she has a the most prominent tongue ring we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. So Miss J also, I feel like in a really fun way, kind of teaches the viewers about gender queerness. 
Because Someone's ex- now we're explaining this, Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finally, Christy's getting her answer. <laughs> two cycles too late. But it is fun. It is interesting. And I never thought about it before, but Miss J's presence, but even the name, mm-hmm. but still using he, him pronouns. Yeah. It, it's very um, modern in a way that I feel like shows right now don't even do all yeah. the time. It feels like he's... He comes on like fully formed. Yes. Very aware of mm-hmm. who he is and how he presents and celebrating himself. And the show celebrates him also. Exactly. Yeah. There's, n- It's never a joke. mocked. Mm-mm. And also, I like that Miss J both has times where it's more masculine presenting. Mm-hmm. Not it's the clothing I'm in. Yes. It's his clothing I'm calling it. It's more masculine presenting and then sometimes more full femme. I thought he looked really cute here too. Just like yeah. loose black top, cuffed boyfriend jean, black pump. It's what Miss J cute. should wear a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. This is this should be his like, he I'm meeting the go- girls outfit. Mm-hmm. He, he looks good in like all black. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Really because well, he's so fucking tall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this is also, eventually, during the posing challenge, the last supermodels, of course, Tyra Banks. Uh, I also need to know that Mr. J has done a wardrobe change <laughs> for the posing challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This for was sure. hours later, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Paisley wallpaper top and like a flared athletic <laughs> I don't pant. Oh, I didn't mind this top. I thought it was fun. I hate it. feels Mr. J is. I minded the top. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't mind it. It I feels like, mind like the I, top. Could, I could figure out how to say that. I was like, I mount the top. I, mind I mounted the that top. top. I mind the top. You shouldn't mount a top. That's the opposite of what they want. Anna. <laughs> well, that deserves it then. <laughs> oh, God. Because so, so, that top is terrible. <laughs> Tyra runs on. And guys, again, Tyra does not know how to run. She doesn't know how to run. <laughs> Full arms, <laughs> just wiggling all over the place. But can I just say, Tyra looks great. Yes, she does. This it's such outfit an upgrade. Is cute. Mm-hmm. This hair is lovely. The makeup is good. Ebony did not need to hug her. No, <laughs> no. People have to stop hugging. No one is consenting what to any of these hugs. Also, Mr. J then does to Tyra what he does with the girls to the photographers, where he's like, "Isn't, Isn't she, she gorgeous?" <laughs> It's like, yes, obviously. They fall into this. Especially this cycle. It's a total glow up for Tyra. And this outfit, though, I usually don't notice the outfits as much as y'all do, as mm-hmm. I'll often repeat. But mm-hmm. uh, it's black, mostly with gr- a gray pattern that some of the gray pattern is also a little pink. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, like, Someone people got should notes. purchase this. Like this is. I fun. wonder if it was like she saw herself. I mean, I'm I'm revealing something from later in the episode, but <gasps> once Miss <laughs> J consented to be on panel, he was like, "I'll be on panel, but you need to look better." Wow! As your best Judy, wow. I need to tell wow. you, you look hideous. They have been doing you wrong. And then she said, "Sure, but you're gonna wear these dozen flowers." <laughs> <laughs> and they came to an agreement. Yeah, they they shook heels. They have an entente. <laughs> Oh, so God. our first girl. It's time for interviews. Time for interviews. Our mm-hmm. first girl is uh, Brie, Brittany, mm-hmm. who has amazing style. Yes. I love Brie's style. I love her style, too. I also love just the way Brie expresses herself because she's so funny and so witty in a casual way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's talking about not wanting to, you know, be where she's from, wanting to get out that narrative that I'm talking about. And Miss J is like, Oh, well, I've been to Harlem. She's like, sorry to hear that. No, no, it's better. What she goes, she goes, oh, you know Harlem? He goes, yeah, I'm from the Bronx. She goes, I'm sorry. (laughs) She says, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, about the Bronx. The better joke cadence. And I mean, that's funny. That is just, oh, that's so great. I love that she, she arrives just like you were talking about Miss J, fully formed as a person. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we might see a transformation, but in general, Brie knows who she is. Yes. Except that part of that is apparently she doesn't take baths. This whole thing was so funny to me because <laughs> they're like, it says that you're like that you messy, messy, and sometimes you don't take like to take baths, and then. Tyra sends Miss J over to, to smell, smell her. Brie. And Brie, and then Brie goes, checks herself really quickly first. And then she's like, okay, okay, it's good. <laughs> then Jay fully sniffs her armpit and is like, powder fresh mixed with. And then she's just like, musk. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, mm, she's spunky. She's definitely funky. I said spunky. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Our next is my queen. Who, queen Kyle, who, you over there. <laughs> she radiates into the room. <laughs> this is the season of dialects, y'all. Everyone has a different dialect. Yeah, Kyle has a very specific accent from Dexter. She's a Dexter Dairy Queen. We've already talked about it. But and like, she said, oh my God. I love, like, I can't, she at one point, she's talking about living in a small town and she's like, it's nice to know a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Kyle also comes out and she goes, y'all, like, they've been abused. They have kids. Kim's a lesbian. I've never met, met a lesbian. lesbian. And, and then, then Tyra, big ups to Tyra for being like, you probably have. You just didn't know it. Uh, see, I'm going to say that I hate it when people say that. Because oh, really? I feel like that's what a straight folk says when they want to seem woke. They're like, mm, there's actually more gays than you'd expect. <laughs> I guess I'm giving her credit in a like 2004, 2005-y kind of way. You know what? Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'm just saying nowadays now when I hear that like, phrase, right. it's like so overused. But maybe she was doing it much earlier. Yeah. But when I heard that, you could you could feel my eye roll in my apartment. <laughs> like the ground shook. Because like, also, I think Kyle knows that. Like Kyle seems like a person who's just like, I don't think Kyle, Kyle does, does know, know that. that. <laughs> okay. Don't let Kyle. your love for... For Kyle, over there, mind you. <laughs> Stop referencing something we're nowhere near. <laughs> that is a visual joke in a podcast. It's not the medium for it. Anyway, she But Kyle gives great. us a great transition to Kim, who's yep. next, who has a super cool attitude. Kim, who describes her style and how she presents as, I don't want to say masculine, but I might as well. <laughs> and then the J's are just like, say it, honey. Yeah, just say masculine. Yeah. She cannot walk to save her life. Nope. And she has a lower back tattoo, y'all. Mm-hmm. There's always so many surprise tattoos on these contestants. Also, She's another one who also comes in extremely fully formed and confident in who she is. Yeah. yeah. Um, that also, is a I'm theme this pretty season. sure going to be, there's so many crushable women this season, you guys. Oh, yeah. There's oh, so Kim. many women to crush on. Kim, outside of photo shoots, is super crushable. Yeah. 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 I love her in that little, like, she loves wearing, like, the sweater over, like, the oh, the preppy collar, look. She looks so and it good, works preppy. So, well. <laughs> That's the thing. She, she's even less masculine than she is, like, preppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Preppy fun boy. Yeah. Um, she has the most hideous bathing suit. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. I literally just called a period stain bathing suit because it starts pink and ends like rose colored. It's the weird. I don't think she, this, this bathing suit was borrowed. They also. In this episode, keep putting her in strapless tops, which she just does not have the body no. to wear. It's like she, she doesn't structure. have the chest and she also doesn't have just like the shoulder. She just doesn't have a wide shoulder. No, she's quite like we. Yeah, it's just odd. Uh, but Jayla's next. And y'all, this is the trashiest Vegas girl that's ever been. <laughs> oh, wait, hold up. Before we before we move on to Jayla, because I know we're going to get deep into Jayla. Uh, well, who has it? <laughs> Mount that top. Because my backup intro quote was from Kim, where they were talking about 
um, Tyra is telling her that comparing uh, being a black model to a gay model and saying, you know, I, I'm very proud of being black, but I don't necessarily make it everything about go me. To, oh, you mean go down the runway going, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, I'm yeah. black. And then not a good look, Tyra. Kim says, I'm like, well, I'm not going to walk down the red carpet and kiss girls along the way. And I thought that was a very cute response to that kind of weird thing. Sure. But that's exactly what she does on this show. Well, they line themselves up. <laughs> yeah, right. They line themselves up. So now Jayla the Fornicator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Former JW. Thanks. But she's still a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, she's just like she's a just jack. Getting Jehovah's it all out Witness. now. Putting it on hiatus. Yeah. She still believes. Uh Miss J says, You're on the Jehovah's layaway plan. Buy now, pray later. Which is so clever. So, good. <laughs> so cute. So clever. Also, her walk is so angry. Well, Jayla's got some anger. Jayla's angry. Yeah. Jayla's angry. I forgot that she was a Jehovah's Witness. I yeah. also forgot that because it never comes up again. Also, well, it might. I don't remember. I don't also, know. just so listeners know, if you're not familiar, Jehovah's Witnesses are often called JWs. And in my life, <laughs> I have had so many friends walk by a calendar or something that will say like JW Bible study and they will text me a picture of it. <laughs> I'm sure. I always appreciate it. Also, <laughs> if you um, YouTube and type in, if you YouTube, if you search within YouTube, I don't know JW Crump. <gasps> Do we get Jehovah's Witnesses crumping? By the time, no, I wish. By the time you get to like the fourth page, it stops being my comedy work and starts being this one vlogger. Oh. And Aww. I want her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast <laughs> every <No>. podcast <laughs> let's talk about nicole guys i hate nicole so much from go nicole comes in with a real shit attitude yes I mean, she does not to be rude or anything but like my sister's a fat ass and i fucking first hate her. of all she's not as cute as me let's get not to be rude, rude or anything but she's not and also she doesn't have my personality so she's not an asshole is what you're saying i hate my mom because she likes my sister and she can go and fuck off oh my god she's i hate being the oldest i've had to break my parents in for everything it's been hell <laughs> What are you breaking your parents into? Which that is an older kid thing That's that thing. Like, you're the first, but like yeah. the way but, like, she describes literally it, literally happens for every oldest sibling yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that's weird about also, it. Also, she gets down and she's like, "I'll do anything for this," I'll, and I believe it. I even when they chastise her for it, I'm like, "Oh, she would well, do it." I think they believe it too, which is why they say, "Don't ever say that you'll do anything for something." Yeah, they go into full backpedaling PSA mode, uh-huh. which good for them. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't know, getting down on your hands and knees and begging, not hands, but getting mm-hmm. down on your knees and begging was like a real weird moment. Especially because she didn't walk in with like, I'm weird personality. There are certain, you know, if you're like yeah. cat lady <laughs> yeah. and you crawl around the broom, no one's like, back off. You walked in and described yourself as a cat lady. So it seems natural. <laughs> you walked in and said, my mom hates me. Jealous of my sister. I want this. <laughs> Whoa! It's a lot. Too much. With the most accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this accent. Oh, it gets on my goddamn nerve. I kind of love it how much I hate it. As we'll see when they they <gasps> have an interlude at the supermarket. Oh, my God. Mm. This grocery run for Chapstick. Aisle 7 Chapstick. Chapstick. They hey, have Chapstick. Guys, remember, I need Chapstick. I need Chapstick. It's in aisle 7. You can just get it at the checkout. No! What about my Chapstick? It's in aisle 7. Who will think of the chapstick? <laughs> There's a worker that walks by, and Nicole says something to her. The, the worker just shakes her head and leaves. And I was like, even people she are knew. supposed to help you. And I feel like Bree is trying to help her in this, like, oh, sure. Calm down. Mm-hmm. We will get your chapstick. We mm-hmm. have other things to get. Bree has mediated some conversations. 
There are a lot of good at de-escalating. A lot of great quotes in this episode that involve people saying something and then immediately taking it back. Yeah. As we saw in several of the intro quotes. But as Bree says about Nicole, she complains about everything. It's just her nature. There's nothing wrong with it. Actually, there is. (laughs) Actually, I hate her. And she says that in the dark parking lot of the grocery store. Chapstick. Did she get her chapstick though? We don't we'll never know. The dark parking lot of the grocery store of our souls. Because <laughs> you knew the team the field team that followed them to the grocery store didn't expect to have to get interview footage. Right? They were like, nothing will happen there. What could possibly happen? We're letting them buy deli meats. <laughs> and before- Kyle's leading this because she's so good at Dairy Queen. <laughs> before we get back into interviews, Ebony teaches the girls how to line dance. Yeah. That because was- that's another story Ebony needs. She and dances. The girls are loving it. Ebony feels like she organizes a lot of parties and get-togethers. Mm. Oh, yeah. She's on the student council. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Lots of bake no, sales. Mm-hmm. Just like Nick, she isn't on the student council. She is the student <laughs> council. Not just on the student mm, council. Yeah. Nick is next. And is she a librarian? Is she a manager? I don't know. I don't like this look. <laughs> I liked it just because it felt like she made three strong choices Mm -hmm. and should have edited one away, but said, you know what, whatever, one appearance. Also. Glasses, mohawk, shirt. She has a hungry butt, (laughs) y'all. Is eating that bathing suit. (laughs) She's really funny about it. She's like, I have a really cheap bathing suit. It goes up the crack. (laughs) And it really does. In a way that almost I was like, the show should be blurring a little bit of this. (laughs) Otherwise, I love Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick's great. There's some interesting things she describes as only having herself. She's kind of our, it's become a little bit of a tradition that there's one girl who's wildly independent because she has to be. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's multiple ones. They also reference Cycle 4 winner Naima saying that Tyra's saying she got Naima vibes by the hair. Can you like shake it all out? And then when she comes back with that hungry, hungry bathing suit, she's done that. And I like it better. I yeah. love her with that huge hair. Her natural hair is really lovely. Stunning. Yeah. Diane is next. Diane. I didn't realize how much I would love Diane on a rewatch. Diane feels like, okay. My God. There's a version of reality. The three of us knew each other in 2004, 2005. Uh We're watching Psycho 5. Their premiere. We know Diane. Mm -hmm. Like she's our friend that Mm -hmm. got on the show. And we're like yassing her the entire time because Diane also comes on fully formed literally but also <laughs> metaphorically just like the other women and she is a gosh darn delight yes yeah, she she's is She's a public investigator and she's just sent out to like the hood to go catch boo-boo yeah her big, words yeah love it she calls herself big d big d you're about to be run over by big d and it love shows her. her at work at just a grungy office, and I love her. She also has the best bathing suit of the girls so far. Oh she my god, really she does. Looks, I also just forgot how beautiful she is. Yeah. She also, as Mr. J says later, has very nice proportions for a plus size model. Mm-hmm. She Her boobs are big, but they're not too big. Yeah. Her hips are big, but not too big. Like she just has kind of what they've been wanting. Beautifully proportioned. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she comes in with these sunglasses and like takes them off as Which she Which Tyra immediately clocks and loves. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, I love Diane so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is the saddest person, Susanna. Immediately, she's like, I had breast oh. cancer. I'm sure it wasn't immediately, but as it's edited, it's so quick. And she talks about, like, luckily it was benign, but they did have to take out a lot of lumps and basically half her right breast or something like mm-hmm. that. Which she then refers to as? Her nub. Her nub. Mm-hmm. And she walks in her bathing suit. Looks lovely. Mm. Looks lovely. She's not, un- she, unfortunately, she's not very plausible in a lot of ways as a model no. for this competition either. Mm-mm. And she she's soft-spoken in a way that may have just come from, like, 
this loneliness, this trauma, Maybe. this whatever. She but just seems so sad. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is, I know you're going to be upset when you don't get on the show, but it's so much better for you to not be on the show. Yeah. yeah. I feel like being on the show would have really just rung her out you. in a way that's not good. Yeah. We then have a bad walk montage. With a brand new background yep. song. Yodeling and clopping. Yodeling remix. This yodeling. This is bizarre. Like... I couldn't even take notes on individual walks because I was so bombarded with this yodeling. Magical yodeling remix. (laughs) (laughs) It's also one of our shorter montages. Because they must be like three girls. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we just had more good walkers, but that yodeling music was the strangest choice. (laughs) Like, why? It doesn't transition to anything ever because it's not like we have some like Brita or something to come in next. (laughs) It's Cassandra. Cassandra, who is exhausting. <laughs> I don't hate her as much as you guys do right now. It's very it's very right funny now. to me because I don't actually think she comes in like beauty pageant, beauty pageant. That's my thing. Which beauty is pageant. dumb because as we know, canonically, Tyra hates beauty queens. She doesn't look like a pageant contestant. No, she looks until like you Natalie see Portman. that black and white photo with the teased up hair. She looks, oh man, Miss Texas for realness. Mm-hmm. And there's something that really fun that happens. And she takes it really well. She does. She, I will say she carries she, this moment off. She can communicate. She's got that expert. Mm-hmm. Tyra asked her to name, you know, who won this year's mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And she says, who, what? what country is this year's Miss Universe from? And she rattles off yeah. those answers. Mm-hmm. Then she says, name any three cover girls. Crickets. Like and then the actual cricket. Sounds. You could have yeah, said Naima. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Just the three past winners. Naima. Um, but if she said Adrian, Tyra would have vaporized her. <laughs> Queen Latifah? Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Kiara. <laughs> or Ciara. Ciara? It <laughs> I don't know. You guys didn't make that clear to me. But then Tyra asked. Or any of the names that Jay and Jay yelled the day before. Four All hours great. before. All great. <laughs> Tyra then asked. Cassandra, like, hey, why did I ask you that? And she immediately clocks. Yeah, like, she knows. Because mm-hmm. you want to see what I'm more passionate about. And what does this seem like it comes across? That I'm more passionate about passion work. But but there's some heavy foreshadowing. Mm, yes. I'm just so easy to work with. Oh, they love showing that audition All the club. makeup artists love to work with me. But again, in this episode, I don't mind her because she seems like she acknowledges like, well, that was a mistake. Womp, 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 womp. Sure. <laughs> then we get someone who we forgot was on the show and also is great. Yes. Yeah. Ashley's great. She's the most knowledgeable person. She's also gorgeous. Oh, she's They say that she looks like a mix between Charlize Theron and Sharon Stone and she does. Yeah. She also comes like running in very excited. Yeah, she's cute. Mm-hmm. And they clock her for this but i don't i think this was her trying to be cute when she's like oh me and my mom say that we have like the pretty pretty gene yeah they use it against her more later in the moment i think it does come off cute well and then she says because ashley's whole deal is she's behind the camera she's a fashionista Mm -hmm. she wants to do all she's a buyer i think yeah exactly she like works in this industry so then later in a talking head she describes well what i mean is i have these specific undertones this facial shape this blah 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 that makes me just a good model naturally yeah i'm like that's a great explanation with a cute name and she comes up with they're like who are your favorite designers and she's Mm -hmm. like michael kors i think his whites are the best well and and then then she lists an "Mm." up-and-coming designer who I, I had never heard of. Yeah. No, she out she out knowledges all of us mm-hmm. yeah. easily. And they're very impressed, especially edited right after Cassandra. The audience is known like, here's the opposite. 
And Ashley feels like her placement on the show, beyond being plausible as a model, in my opinion, was also a rebuke to all of the last cycle where everyone was a big dum-dum and didn't even know South Africa was a country. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Next up, we have April. Yeah. And y'all, she's a liar. She says the only makeup she wears is on her eyes, and that's a lie, because her cheeks and her lips are bemakeuped. (laughs) They do have her pull off, like, a solid inch of fake lash, though. Oh, my God. They're, like, full 301 drag queen lashes. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. J makes a Hitler stash out of it, which is a choice. <laughs> I, Although. I like April. I'm I like sorry. her, too. I like her. And when she comes back in with the makeup washed off, I was like, oh, she really has a face. She does. Like, she really could be a model. I wish she'd been on the show and gotten to makeovers. Too. I just wanted her to get to makeovers, see yeah. what they did. Mm-hmm. I feel like she had... Also, she had, like... For someone who was so, like, I'm punk rock, that's my thing. She was very nice and pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Like, she wasn't, like, a jerk. No. Like, we haven't gotten to the season yet, but eventually we meet a girl named Michelin. <laughs> and I can't wait. <laughs> She's tattooed from head to toe. And if I remember... Maybe I'll be wrong. Rewatches have taught me a lot about yeah. my mm-hmm. preconceived notions. But I remember Michelin being, like, a real jerk about her punk rockness. Then we get... Lisa D'Amato. Yes. Who's 24, but looks 35. <laughs> we did skip a little interlude of models in the hallway eating models in the hallway where someone just yells at cassandra how do you feel about president bush being dumb and from texas who is it it's diane yeah <laughs> diane being fun and then immediately laughs and throws herself on the bed but yeah, diane claps and claps at her own joke <laughs> yeah she's like what do you feel about how stupid president bush is and then he's from texas ah! <laughs> i burned you it's great you got big deed <laughs> you got deed but then that's also where Kim is like, I don't know, Cassandra's annoying, but she owns it. Yeah. yeah. She's and that like, it's is, pretty funny now. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just like, well, Cassandra is Cassandra She's all not the time. Nicole. She is who she is. Yeah. Strong choice. Wrong choice, possibly, but strong choice. Strong choice. So Lisa's there, and we, okay, we need to talk about this breakdown. Mm. Do we believe it about the mom? Mm, I have no reason not to okay. right now. I. It seems like it comes from... Goddamn nowhere. I believe it. I I think it's just because we know so much about Lisa now now mm-hmm. that we can't it's it was hard for me to parse and compartmentalize yeah. Lisa as I'm seeing right now in the audition and mm-hmm. how she's presenting herself with future what we know about Wild Child Lisa. Because right now, like very unique and slightly like mature facial structure aside. Yeah. Even Tyra says, Wow, that's a really sweet girl. Like I really like that yeah. girl because she is and she comes from just, I really liked her thing, actually, of, hey, I can handle criticism. Yeah. I got it from my mom. Mm-hmm. That's the worst person to get it from. Well, that's another and instance of, yeah. so, like, someone, you know, she says that she's been through all this stuff with her mom being hypercritical. She could never do anything right. right. She's been broken down. And then Tyra rightly is like, well, how are you going to deal with people criticizing you? Because it happens all the time during the show. And then she comes back with a great answer of, I've been through it from the worst possible person yeah. I could get it from. So this is going to be fine. Which is just also a very smart answer yeah and before she changes into the ugliest swimsuit um does her shirt say cunt because it looked like it did did not observe oh i didn't observe that either mm-hmm. i did observe this neon pink and green babies <laughs> it hurt my eyes a lot of these girls have really bad bathing suits <laughs> and i feel like you can just wear like a simple bathing suit i know but it also just reminded me of that time when i was buying bathing suits that year i was just like <laughs> they went to hollister every no. single woman here bought a bathing suit at hollister they're all holly girls i get that 
So I also need to note very quickly that we are in Jay Manuel's third outfit of the oh, episode. Thank so you. Far. Thank you. It's got a it's got a denim blazer. So Bree and Nicole get into it over ramen. And this is a petty fight, but I am here for it. <laughs> and it really it really extends throughout the whole show. Mm-hmm. This fight. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. This is the genesis. Because Nicole can't make cup of noodles to save her life, mm-hmm. and she doesn't shut up about it. You guys, it. you guys, you guys, this ramen tastes like hay. Like straw. I'm just saying it tastes like hay. Straw hay. Hey, it tastes like hay. You can't get mad at me because I don't know how to make ramen. Sure, here's the thing. I Hey, you may have never made cup of noodles before. You don't know how to do it. Whatever. She kept not reading the room and kept <laughs> criticizing the taste, and it started coming across very classist. Mm-hmm. She... That is a theme for her. Yep. Yes, exactly. It, c- it came across very poor little rich girl, and all the other girls were like, "I know how to cut, cut my cook my cup of noodles." You know, that's why I grew up on. And Are you the- talking about Jessica, Adriana, and Christy, who will n- Crystal. Ne- cr- Crystal, who will never see again? Oh, uh, Crystal has a moment. <laughs> but yeah, Crystal, we will see again. But, interestingly. So our top 20 that we get to, we don't get them as named as we normally no. do. But I realize the reason they show us Adriana and Jessica here is they're in the top they 20. They are in the top 20. Yeah. And she and Adriana's from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Which I think the per- first She's also one. the one that has to awkwardly sit beside Nicole during this. There's yeah. also a way in which Nicole could have been like, hey, I'm so dumb. I don't know how to make Can ramen. Can someone help Could me? someone show me how to do this? Of I'm course. such an idiot. And instead, it's just like, oh my God, this ramen tastes like hay. It, again, <laughs> Did you it hear was, what I said? It's not a taste like hay. Hey. It's, it's like straw hay. It's bad and it's cheap and it's for pores. <laughs> That's what she's screaming yeah. at people. Yeah. yeah. And doesn't shut up. She's a person like, hey, did you hear my joke? Well, and loves herself so much that she does not understand how anyone could ever not love her. Her face when they're criticizing her is so telling. I love, and I love that Bree's like, "Can you just for five minutes?" Stop. You have been complaining since day one, and then she's like, "Why is everyone angry about, about chopstick and ramen?" You can't get mad at me for not knowing how to make ramen noodles. <laughs> and Bree's just like, "I'm tired, <laughs> baby child, stop." Stop. The more we talk about Brie, the more she becomes like Debbie Allen. (laughs) Yeah. Like Debbie Allen, Maya Angelou. mm, Five minutes. I just need five minutes. I love that for Brie. And then Kim teaches us how periods work because some girls about some girls are on their period. Anybody on their period right now? Someone yells. But then Kim says someone's about to get their period. That is how PMS works. Mm -hmm. It's Brie. Bye. Your mask friend told you about feminine issues. I love that. I was like, yeah, that is how it works, actually. Stop saying people are on it. Mm. It's before. (laughs) Then we get Sarah, who is 18, but she looks all of 26. I like this Sarah. I love this Sarah. Because her mouth is insane. Right. She knows it. And she knows it. Like, I just love the way she talks about herself. She, once again, is very self-aware. Is she? Because she spent... $1,500 $1,500 and got scammed. Well, she's self-aware after that experience, I guess. But then she has this thing where she's talking about herself. She's like, I'm honest and I'm real. And also, I have big ass lips. I love. No, I like this, Sarah. I like, it. This, I like her, too. And also, they and they correctly clock this later. She is a Ralph Lauren girl. Yes, she, she is. She has that jeans ad look Very to a T. 80s, mm-hmm. 90s And we look. haven't had as many girls with that look. It's no. got that 80s kind of feel to it. And I really like... Her, and she also just seems very like, I'm happy to be here, yeah, guys. I want to learn. 
I'm fun. I'm honest and real, and I have big ass lips. I can't wait to fall for you. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll fall for me. <laughs> That's your big-ass phrase. Whitney's next. Yes! <laughs> yes! She's our country girl. Yes, and she's not just a southern woman. No. She is future Farmers of America <laughs> pig auctioneer. Okay. This whole sequence. It's so weird. Mr. J, she tells them, what, that she's had to present animals. Yes, at an auction. So Mr. J is like, we're going to do this. Volunteers. Why? Steps up. Gets down. Gets down on the ground on all fours. They're going to have Miss J be the auctioneer. And she's going to like. Swat. Bring him up as a pig for auction. When? Where? How? Why? (laughs) Did Whitney gain a cane? Yeah. (laughs) Where is that from? Where did that PA get it? Oh was, is it extendable? And it was in her pocket and she was ready for this moment because of show. Good job, Whitney. Mm-hmm. But this, that was the weirdest thing to be is after all that top filler, I was like, where'd they get her a stick? <laughs> From what? <laughs> From why? Mr. J's butt when he bent over. I don't wow. Know. Like, he volunteers, he gets up there and then he looks like he immediately regrets it. He and I'm like, where did you think this was going to go? Well, she, because she immediately clocks exactly what kind of pig he would be. Mm-hmm. And, she, and he looks and it's like, Fuck this. Yeah. And then he does like a weird little like hump dance on the floor. And Tyra's like, what is that pig doing? <laughs> Tyra having fun. Whitney's having fun. Good for Whitney for just rolling with the weird punches that yeah, happened here. For sure. Next up is Latricia. And my friends call me Bay Bay. Oh, Latricia. <laughs> so there's this interesting, fun juxtaposition editing between Latricia and Crystal, where <sighs> Latricia is portrayed as. Dum dum, who who just wants to model because it's pretty and it's fun. Maybe it's hard. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I want to be you, Tyra. Crystal wants to take money that I get and mm. put it towards the UN, toward third world country orphanages, help children. Did bling you, bling. Also, do people just donate money to the UN? I don't no. think that's how that works. That girl, UNICEF. That girl does not know what the UN is. No, no. she's Tyra, heard of it. Tyra immediately calls her out for this. <laughs> she's like, "You're wearing Prada shoes." <laughs> In a belt that says, like, bling. or Bling, bling. Yeah. And then she literally is like, forget everything I just said. And Tyra then very, I like this sentiment generally, is like, you know, sometimes charity starts with helping the person next to you. Mm. Uh, and I got to say. That felt, that was my little condescending <laughs> moment where I was like, mm. where she was like, have you done any community service? And I was like, Tyra, we get it. Yeah. You went to Harvard. You did community service. That was your some of the people you don't know are lesbians. Yes, yeah, that moment. Was mine. Fair enough. I'll give you. We'll each give each other that little moment. Um, I will say though, in JW, the- let's exchange moments. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Um, wow. But in the I y'all. Do you want a moment too, Alexander? You'll find one. We'll find one. <laughs> um, in the Crystal V baby. I don't need to find a moment. I am the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Nick. Um, in the Bebe versus Crystal, Crystal. I prefer a Bebe. Team I, Bebe. Pre- I prefer Bebe as well. Because you know what she is? Being honest. Yeah. yeah. She wants a makeover. She wants some new clothes. I've seen the show. We want these sad. things. Yes. Uh, Melissa's next. I have nothing at all to write. That's the girl who just like hated Nicole, right? That yes. was Melissa's whole deal. Yes, Melissa hates Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, because she was the one that was in the... Um, supermarket having so much argument about chapstick yes Yes. that's why they basically showed her i think it's like what happened but also chapstick is not in an aisle you always buy chapstick (laughs) at at the the register it's so bizarre all right okay corinne is next saddest music (laughs) 
Here's the biggest tragedy of Corinne for me. How mean they are about her eyebrows. They're really mean about her eyebrows. I like her eyebrows. They make her unique. They're distinctive, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like, we're also in a fashion moment now where a bigger eyebrow has become much more of a thing. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. But I think her eyebrows look cool. And it's not only this audition episode where you might expect some like picking apart and joking about people's looks. Like later on, when she gets a, a call out for a picture, Tyra's like, Girl, these it. eyebrows I can't. And I'm like, She says Groucho Marks, <laughs> which they are not. They are a very well shaped brow. No, they're a well shaped Brooke Shields type brow. Strong brow. brow. Yeah. yeah. It's- and she's so poised mm-hmm. and so muscular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She never knew her dad. And she's also very realistic about fame because Tyra does a thing that feels very weird, like what she did in Cycle 3 when she was interviewing the girls, where she was like, do you think your mom will come around if you win this? And Corinne says, no, No. not really. I don't think that. And Tyra decides to completely change change her opinion. Oh, my God. Where she says, I'm glad you say that because you're being realistic about fame. Which was the opposite of what she was talking about with Takara. Takara. When she was like, but if you win this, your mom will change. Yeah. Tyra's learned. Tyra always... Takes her own notes. Tyra takes her own notes. <laughs> That's my next Babysitter's Club book. Tyra takes her own notes. Yay! <laughs> it's about a cheating scandal. Yeah, right. And then we get a, a fun, nice person who has a lot of like Red hair. good moments mm-hmm. within the cycle of being very sincere. Yes. Which is Regina, who was called a redheaded freak and has Tyra's booty. Mm-hmm. The white girl version of Tyra's booty. The size, the shape, the jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, her narrative is that she used to be more overweight mm-hmm. and has now gotten her down to a smaller, right. though not maybe compared to the other girls here, small size. Yeah. And this is where they talk about that she should probably gain weight? It happens a little bit later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that happens during the like final 20 three-person sit-down fest. Mm-hmm. So at this point, apparently, they've interviewed all 36. Well, Ebony. Oh, Ebony. Oh, my God. Ebony. How can I forget? How can you forget Ebony, the protagonist of our story? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, how is this just girl still in high school? How is this girl still in high school? She seems fully formed. She's 18. She's got a flower in her hair. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Ebony is more fully formed than I am now? in my 30s. <laughs> and this is what's very strange to me because we see all of Ebony and is fully formed. And then we cut to her dealing with the other girls. And who I said is this season's Janasha went, you're real fake. I hear all the girls are talking about how fake you are and i couldn't imagine ever describing ebony as, as fake, fake. a oh. lot extra but before that we get to a cute audition video which she keeps talking about her favorite class but yeah they clearly can't show cameras inside of it so she just shows at the door <laughs> she also does this cute thing where one of the panelists says oh hey we've heard you know every girl's name mm-hmm. and then she really R- proves that right she's and like, even w- says i don't know all those and girls she remembers names. details yeah, she's like a nicole with the great brown hair mm-hmm. Kim, she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm, she's really cool. Nick, she's so beautiful. Like, yeah. And they're really all positive. Yeah, there's yeah. never a mean thing mm-hmm. said. Yeah, it's She r- seems r- like future leader of America. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a politician skill. What I thought was that she seemed like she was less auditioning for America's Next Top Model and more auditioning to be assistant producer to Michelle Mock Falcon <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. she was a casting agent in some lifetime. I'll tell you what, she definitely knows what the UN is because she definitely did model UN. Oh, oh. for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know who she was? Denmark, one of the better countries in the model UN. Mm-hmm. So we now learn, like most fashion shows, there's only room for 20. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I just wrote, what? Is there a standard fashion show amount of models? And is that number 20? If you have a 21st model, do they just say, no, you have to get rid of an outfit? You have to get rid of a girl. Also, spoiler alert for five minutes later. 
But they're like, this is going to be a big time fashion show. It's not. 20 of you will walk. The rest of you have to sit in the audience and cheer the other girls. They say sit in the audience like there are other audience members. (laughs) Also. When in fact, those 16 girls are the audience. Also, Mr. J is so specific about those big brass doors. Both of the J's love these doors. Because Mr. J says... You get to run through these brass doors <laughs> to find out if you're going to be in the show. And then Miss J takes it one step further and says, through these golden doors, you will find your fate. Heaven. It almost came, felt like they came into this room and they were, before the girls got there, just joking about these giant brass doors. <laughs> and they're like, can you, can you believe these doors? Yeah, these are ridiculous. Brass doors, Behind golden doors, these golden doors. <laughs> so the girls are going to run in, and there's going to be outfits for this show. It's never good when the girls run all at once. Well, as we've established, no one's taught anyone on the show how to run. Yeah, but and they're gonna. Some are going to have these giant poster boards with both their picture and their name written on yeah. them, and they have to find them. Bree says Brittany. Well, yeah, but then Mister and Miss J count in French. Why? And he he said, en français? En français. Sure. Why not? They tackle them. Well, yeah, then it looks like they're both about to die a Lion King death by getting trampled. The girls start finding them, and ultimately, we get our 14 girls. 13 or 14? It's 14. Kyle, Corinne, Regina, Ashley, Kim, Jayla, Bree, Nicole, Ebony, Sarah, Lisa, Diane, Stacy. Yeah. Nick and Cassandra. It's like 15, we see. Well, we also get Adriana, Jessica. Mm-hmm. The, the the six that I noted that weren't in the show. Susanna. Are, no, but, Susanna didn't get it there. Oh, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't get it. But I mean. Who Re- don't make it onto Top oh, Model oh, proper. Oh, 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 gotcha. Oh, oh. Yeah. Are Regina, FFA Whitney, mm-hmm. April, uh, Punk Rock, Stacy, who we've never seen, mm-hmm. and Jessica and Adriana, the girls who also right. hated Nicole. Yeah. So... And so Susanna we, and Latricia are sobbing. Not notable. Like normally, we have a bunch of girls that we're still rooting for, but they mostly only focused on the actual contestants. Ultimate contestants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Regina has such an intense but lovely moment where she's just crying. She's like, "It's just really an intense moment. It's really overwhelming. It's so sincere. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. liked Regina. I don't know how I feel about her as a contestant. Sure, but I like her as a person very much. Yeah. I agree. Bree I mean, says that she's touching her star and almost becoming it. So why do Bree and Nick think that they can become <laughs> concepts? <laughs> Bree think uh, Nick thinks she can become a competition. Bree thinks she can become a star, a They're celestial ambitious. star. <laughs> Don't rain on their parades, these JW. Girls, these girls are too fully formed that the only way for them to transform is, is to, to become, become another unformed. thing. Yes. I also need to note Mr. J's fourth wardrobe change, <laughs> which is a wrinkled metallic pleather blazer. Why is everything so rainy? <laughs> there was no steamer in the yeah. room. Oh, no. Ebony so, gets a really cool pantsuit mechanic outfit during this yeah. weird fashion show. One what girl is... rips a pair of shorts down the front. What? How? Down the front? Down the front. No, she puts on a pair of shorts and they immediately down the front. When did that happen? I didn't see that. She was stepping her pussy up. <laughs> wow. Too hard. Stepping her pussy through. Whoa. <laughs> it happened when they were putting on clothes. Mm-hmm. It I just totally didn't It literally that. just <laughs> right down the front. That's, who made those shorts and how? There's also a very cute moment with Diane where she sees her picture and she's like, 
She's like, look at my picture. It's so good. It's yeah. Like, it's yeah. really cute. Diane's thrilled with her own picture, which is a fun look. And this is mean to these girls. So, because this is toasty. When they I make them this. be the audience, this. and they're just, they're girls Crying. walking, cut to girls sobbing. In the audience, watching the other girls walk in a show for no, <laughs> no. one else except the Jays. A big fashion show. With 20 models. It's so bad. And then um, so many of these poor, like, 16 eliminated contestants, the only time we ever see any of them is sobbing in an audience, which is such a mean thing for the show to do. It's horrible. Um, Sarah trips, (laughs) foreshadowing for her entire narrative on the show. Kim has a terrible walk. Same thing. Kim can't walk. And she says that. Yeah. Both of them at least are very aware. Yes. That they are terrible at this. And we continue down the Tyra keeps looking better train in the one-on-ones that occur. These, this has to be the earliest one-on-one we've ever seen, yeah. right? Yeah. Episode Ty- one, one-on-one, one, 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 one. One, one, one. Yeah. Tyra comes out and talks to all the girls who are in just another room of the Beverly Hilton. Right. And she says, I'm going to have one-on-ones with each and every one of you. And I... Don't know if this ever happens in another cycle. This was there's bizarre. also one woman we've never met who looks all of forty two in one of these one on ones. We don't get her name. We get nothing about her. Mm-hmm. I wrote down a couple things about these very brief one on ones. Nicole, fake crier, fake crier. The, those tears were bullshit. You know she cries to get her way. Mm-hmm. The outfit she's wearing right now is very Claire's. Yeah, she's new Katie. I'm going to call it right now. New Katie. We also get classic Kyle moment where she says, I don't get as much enjoyment out of Dairy Queen as I would out of modeling. <laughs> which, you don't? Which you, you get free ice cream, it's probably. Close. It's close. <laughs> close second to modeling is the DQ. I do like so much that Kyle's investment in this competition is both a lot and nothing. nothing. Yeah. She's just like, this was fun. If nothing if else, I, I have Dairy Queen. Yeah, if I get eliminated, I mean, it did pretty good, right? Yeah. They said I could come back. She is just a happy person. She really is, which on this show is almost a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. to have someone who's just legitimately happy. And then we have your quote from Ebony. Ebony, but you left out my favorite part. Ooh. Because she says, I'm not a living room, dining room fire. <laughs> I'm a forest fire. And I was like, dining room fire? Ebony, what have you done? <laughs> I have tested all three of those things. Also, it's not like living room fire is a normal thing we hear. <laughs> what it, she meant, I'm not a house fire. I'm a forest fire. I feel, no, I feel kitchen like she, fire. I, kitchen fire. I thought she meant like a fire in the fireplace. That was what I pictured. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's a den. That's not a living room. So when they go into their... Oh. Cassandra does not know what quirky means. No. Because she does Tyra hard. asks Cassandra, who has quirky looks, and she takes that to mean negative, bad, who looks ugly, and she talks about <laughs> Regina. And I was like, that's not what quirky means. Quirky is positive or negative. Uh, uh, it's the it's the the first of Cassandra's descent into a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go into them, you know, the Jays and Tyra talking about who should be on. And Jay had... Including Mr. Jay's fifth and final wardrobe change of this half of the episode. friends with privilege t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Friend with privileges. Gross. <laughs> and Miss Jay, in reference to Jayla, calls her the girl with rickets. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Mr. Jay says that Kim, when she's walking, looks like a broken down caboose. <laughs> 
Cabooses in general of unattached are always broken down. <laughs> they can't move on their own. <laughs> Mr. J's wearing a t-shirt that says, friends with privileges. We just talked about that. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> you were not listening. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. That makes me feel great. Uh-huh. Uh, and yes, and we talk about Regina, that they say that she should gain weight and be plus. And then I thought, oh, so now we're cool with a plus girl winning this competition? <laughs> Well, they have that just conversation that apparently they're always going to have now about how do we feel about yeah. Diane being the only plus. They also describe... And uh, this time, Miss J's like, no, please put Diane on. We need Diane. We need Big D. We, yeah. we need some fun in this competition. I don't remember who they're talking about, but they describe a girl who's the opposite of the definition of, of a Monet from Clueless. Uh-huh. Where they say she's a great up-close girl and at a distance she doesn't carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I forgot who that was, too. I think it might have been Nick. I don't think it was Nick. I thought it might have been Diane, actually, but I don't remember. I just thought it was funny because... It was Diane. Yeah. It was yeah. Diane. It was the exact opposite of Amone. Yeah. Because Diane does have just such oh. a glorious face. Yeah. She's got a great body, too. I'm just saying her face is literally flawless. Yeah. So we go to call out the final call out, and Tyra's titties cannot be tamed. She looks gorgeous. And she also has another hair look. She's really serving hair look. Yes. Yeah. That hair is flawless. The uh, dress uh, is beautiful. A rare Tyra updo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Tyra looks great. Too. She looks like a like a 1950s Barbie great. Yes. This is life size. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those titties are out. Mm. They're proud. So call out order. Well, there are oh. two great quotes about being nervous from two great contestants. Is it Kyle? Is the first one Lisa? No, the first one is Bree, who just keeps talking about how much she could throw up. She references it like five different times. She's like, I, buy, I could just throw up. I'm so nervous. I, could, I buy Brie as a nervous vomiter. Vomiter? Well, she says, I could just take off my shoes and throw up. <laughs> That's after she gets in. <laughs> I know, but I have so many questions. <laughs> you don't want to get vomit in your shoes. But you don't throw up straight down into yourself. Well, no, she bends over. She's in the street, okay? She's <laughs> okay. in the streets of Harlem. Sure, sure, sure. And she just starts feeling and has a nervous tummy mm-hmm. and so she just bends over and this has happened to her and this is why she has to take off her shoes she bends over full like jackknife and just vomits on the floor and then it gets in her heels see my scenario was mm-hmm. if you're gonna kneel down on the bathroom floor to throw up you're gonna kick your heels off first oh it's uncomfortable Who wants to be kneeling down in their heels mm. what a slut <laughs> I did not take it there. I did. I know. So call out order. And then one more quote, which I loved from Lisa, where she says that she's nervous, but I'm the jam. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't want to butter their bread with me. (laughs) (laughs) What? You know how you butter your bread with jam? Jam. Not butter. (laughs) Jam. Jam. It's one of those. It must be jam because butter don't spread. (laughs) 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 Must be jam because butter don't spread. Must be jam because butter don't spread. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa's great. Now, what's the call out order? Yeah, call out order. (laughs) Cassandra, new Tyra fully. Makes fun of yep. Cassandra Tower Credit's like, are you making fun of me? And Tara's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll deal with it. This starts I um, feel like this starts the Tyra's gonna make fun of people to their face. I'm yeah. gonna cut off all your hair, Cassandra. I'm gonna cut it all off. <laughs> all of it. Just your hair. All just, of it. I'm only letting you in because I hate beauty queens. <laughs> oh my. I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> I love this narrative of Cassandra's just someone Tyra wants to destroy. <laughs> Do you put it past her? Not nope. really. So Cassandra's first, then Nick. Plausible. 
Then mm-hmm. Kyle. Great. Yep. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bree. Mm-hmm. Kim. Mm-hmm. Sarah. Jayla. <laughs> Corinne. Nicole. Diane. Lisa. And then the most dramatic thing ever. <laughs> Ebony. Which she wasn't, when she woke up that morning, she didn't think she would put the girl in this competition. But then I spoke to you in the one-on-one, and I thought... It must have been that fire analogy that really got done. Also, what a mean thing to say to her. I know. It was so, like, it was so negging. Yeah. Also, also because Regina had had a really good interview, Regina mm-hmm. was like, oh, she's talking about me. How great for Uh-huh. Me. You know? Mm-hmm. Also, when she is about to call up Corinne, she, fucking she makes says, fun of- the next girl... Has a lot more investment in this competition than the others. And then I was like, Eyebrows. She? Her eyebrows? Is she talking about her eyebrows? Is she just saying, like, Nicole, she's sad? She's sad the saddest girl? Poor? That's a weird fucking thing to say. <laughs> it was very. Also, is this the first time Tyra has acknowledged the eliminated girls after? No, I don't think okay. so. That's happened before. It's a little bit longer than But normal. she also still, like, is mean to uh, April about her makeup <laughs> after she's rejected her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, there's such a pretty girl in her. Oh, God, I'm sad. Ashley has the weirdest laugh. When Ashley's called up, and for the next two girls, oh, she's still I- so excited. <laughs> She didn't get the pretty laugh, Jean. <laughs> she did it. No, she did it because it's so bizarre coming out of her, who's so poised otherwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it really <laughs> does continue on. Like for the next like three girls, like, they pan over to the girls who don't know yet, and you can still hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, why? Uh, also, Regina has the saddest last thing she says. Oh, where Regina says. Oh, man, it's a talking head. She's bawling. So upset she got eliminated or didn't get to the house, I should say. And she says, you know, I really tried to open myself up here and show my emotions. And I learned that doesn't work. And I'll never do that again. <laughs> Whoa. Roof. Stoof. <laughs> the roof is stoof ever. <sighs> you you hurt a woman, Tyra. You yeah. hurt this woman. And if you think we deliver <laughs> roof stoof. <laughs> Oh, I guess we don't have a girl to talk no. about. No. Oh, that's so weird. So if you like our roof stoof, mm. um, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this and all the Thwarp Inc. family of podcasts. That's T-H-W-O-R-P-I-N-C. I want reviews, guys. I want five stars. Or it, whatever. Give us your honest opinion. What's the hottest takes? I want goss, okay? Mm-hmm. DM us. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Thwarp Inc. That's, once again, T H W O R P. I and C available where all podcasts be. Also, tell your friends. People love Top Model. Mm-hmm. We love Top Model. You obviously love Top Model. I we entertain all conspiracy theories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you have a hot take and you like think something real stupid, like that Kyle's not the best person that's ever existed, <laughs> tell us. I would love to debate Or you it. love Nicole for some oh, reason. Oh, God. Yeah, please, Nicole stands. Come out. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm going to say it right now. We all clearly hate her personality. She takes some good pictures. She yeah, does. that's true. But for Top Model, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.